Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. And this is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Delsing. I got John Perlis, my favorite caddy, with me. Perly, good morning. What is happening? Oh, yeah. I'm your favorite caddy now because we haven't made any bad calls. Well, we're getting ready to. We're getting ready to do another show. <laughs> me, what's happening? How are you doing this he morning? He told me I was his favorite caddy a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I, never had it before, I know so. how that works. Give hey, me some sniper We balls just and... try to get close on this show. We're not being too accurate. We formatted the show like Around the Golf. The first segment is called the On the Range segment. Uh, you got to check us out, our social media, Twitter. Just look for something at Jay Delsing. It'll get you close to anything in Facebook and Instagram and all this other stuff. So uh, we appreciate the, the Donahue's. Kathy and Bob Donahue at uh, Donahue Painting and Refinishing. 314-805-2132 is their number. They are busy. They are awesome. They're highly professional. They're safe. They've got inside, outside crews. You name it, they'll do it for you. Um, Okay, our show this... I'm, I'm so excited about this show. I've got almost 40 minutes with Vince Gill who has been a friend for a long, long time. He's been a lover of the game. He has been a rock star, literally, in the in the country music world. 21 Grammy, no country music male vocalist has more Grammys than Vince Gill. 21 Grammys out of 44 noms, nominations. How many years has this been going on where this guy is a superstar? Just incredible. He started off with, remember the group Pure Prairie League? Yes, I started yeah, off with them. And when well, you, you know, know what's crazy about that in the interview, I loved it because I absolutely remember that group and they were awesome. And how about now? He's he's filling in for the late, great Glenn Fry with the Eagles. So, I mean, really? He's married to Amy Grant, who's That's a superstar. Not bad nope. Things are, things are good over there in the Gill world. So, um, <laughs> we've got. Um, um, We've got we've got just a. a I just thought it was so cool, Pearl, to reach out into the music world and talk to a guy. This is a scratch player. This guy grew up in the Midwest. He's from Oklahoma, and he's been a scratch golfer almost his whole life. As great as he, as he is in his career, when he talked about how golf and the connections within golf were as significant as anything else relative to his career, right. That's spectacular. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to hear that. So let's just go. Let's just jump right in to uh, the beginning of the the Vince Gill interview. Vince Gill is brought to you by Golden Tea. Vince, man, how are you this morning? Man, I'm doing good in the midst of all the craziness. You know, this is this pandemic's only been good for golfers, I think. Oh, I know, I know. I'm, We're I'm the not... only ones that can get out and go play. You know, it's crazy, but doing good, doing good. You know, Vince. You? Oh, I'm doing well, thanks. You know, all things considered, and here in St. Louis, all my buddies that are you know running the golf courses and stuff, they are slammed. Is it is it pretty much the same way in Nashville? Yeah, you can't get a tee time a lot of days, even at the clubs. You know, because even the even even the members of the nice club don't have a job either. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's kind of been, I know it's kind of been, kind of been whacked. But you know, it's been about the only thing you can go do. You know, truthfully, my life hadn't really 
changed a lot. You know, I play a lot of golf. The only thing I'm not doing is traveling and touring and playing much music, but I'm still winding up out there on the golf course four or five times a week. Oh my gosh, that is so great. We got to talk a little bit about your music and intertwine the golf. So you're a, you're a Midwestern kid. You grew up in Norman, Oklahoma, and it sounded like from the stuff that I read, Vince, that your dad was kind of influential in helping you get involved in music. Yeah, I mean, maybe not firsthand as much as just watching him do it. You know, he loved to play and he loved to sing, and, and he wasn't very good. You know, he wasn't bad. He had a sweet voice and was an average musician. And uh, so I, I was always around it. My grandmother played on my dad's side, and so it was just something that was kind of always, always in the air, so to speak, you know. And I just was always drawn to it. And golf, or, or not necessarily, not necessarily golf, I played a lot of golf, but I played a lot of other sports too. And and so life was just, you know, sports and music for me growing up. You know, Vince, we probably grew up similarly because when the weather got cold, we started playing football and basketball. When it, when it warmed up, we played baseball and golf. It just, we spent yeah. most of our time outside and we played whatever the season was. Yeah, we didn't have any any electronic games we could go play. We just had to go make up our own fun, you know, with whatever it was. And and I, I, you know, neither one's better than the other. It's just how we grew up. That's what we did. It was all good. Great, great, great childhood. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way. So, Vince, in nineteen in the seventies, you started playing with a group called Pure Prairie League. Man, I can tell you how much I used to love listening to you guys. And um, oh man, I, when I when I was preparing for this interview, I'm like, gosh, I can't. You know, remembering back when we first met and all of the the groups you've. What a career, Vince. I mean, you started your solo stuff in the early '80s, but you've more than 20 albums, more than 40 singles on the Billboard charts, 18 country music awards. You've won 21 Grammys, over 44 nominations, more than any other male country music artist. Vince, what the heck? It's got to be, sometimes you just got to go, how how did this happen? (laughs) I do all the time. Those are my majors. (laughs) Yeah, those are a hell of a lot of majors, my man. Those are my majors, you know. I'll tell you this crazy. I should probably should tell the story, but it's it's so funny. It tells it tell it proves how much I love golf. But years ago, probably twenty five years ago, um, I was doing a I was doing a private uh, here in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry House, and it was for all the cable channels. You know, every it's a big convention for all the cable companies, and they were in Nashville for their convention. And hired me to play for them at the Opry House. And so I finished the show, and we're all backstage, and this guy comes back, and he goes, hey, it was a great show. He said, there's, there's two girls that uh, would sure like to meet you. Are you familiar with a show called Night Calls? And I started laughing. I said, well, yes, unfortunately I am. It's on the Playboy channel. And and what the, the, the premise of the show was, was these adult film stars would would sit there, and you could call in and and – make your request of what you'd want them to do and say and all this horrible stuff. And, and I'd never actually seen the show, but uh, heard some audio tapes of it and kind of laughable stuff. And so I said, well, the, the girls from night calls, they want to, they want to meet you. They really liked your show. And I said, by all means, 
Please have them come back because my crew was nuts about them. You know, they, they watched this show all the time on the bus. And, and so I called the crew on the radio and said, we have a mandatory meeting in my dressing room. Come right now. And so away comes the whole crew. And they're sitting in there. What's up? About that time, these two adult film stars from that show walk in my dressing room. Oh, we loved your show. It was so good. And blah, blah, blah. And all the crew boys are looking at me like I'm the greatest thing that ever lived, you know. And <laughs> so we're visiting and we're having a big time. You know, like I said, the premise of their show was to get guys to say goofy things of what they loved and wanted and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So after half hour of us sitting around visiting, well, I wind up, I'm sitting on the couch and I got one of these girls sitting to the right of me and the other one sits down to the left of me and they start getting closer and a little bit closer. And she's back in the mid nineties. This was before I was married to Amy before anybody gets mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them gets in my ear and whispers. I said, what's your biggest fantasy? And I looked straight at her and I said, to win the masters. (laughs) Oh, that is. (laughs) (laughs) The look on her face was the best I've ever seen. It was hysterical. It was just this blank, what? Oh, yeah, like, what's the Masters? Oh, my gosh, that is so great. My fantasy is to win the Masters. <laughs> oh, hey, Vince, the stories that you have, but throughout your your career, just, just the stuff that I know of you since um, – uh, and we'll talk about the Vinny in a little bit, but but just the the interaction that that love the your love of the game and your expertise at music brought you into uh, some amazing worlds, didn't it? You just met so many cool people. Yeah, yeah. it's it's astounding. Even and uh, strangely enough, a lot of musical heroes I met more through golf than necessarily through music. I mean, we had music in common and, and everybody did what they did for a living, but there's a countless number of my heroes that, you know, whether it was in sports or music that or actors or this or that, that, that you admired and loved. And, and you really found your way more to find a friendship on the golf course through your commonality of love for, for the game of golf. And so that was certainly the case for me, you know, and I just, you know, I look back at, 63 years of life and you can't fathom that you got to play golf with Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicholas or, you know, Joe Pesci or, you know, it's just like right. this whole crazy lineage of, of well, that, that one never crossed my mind. Well, <laughs> Neither you, did that one. So, you know, Vince, amazing. I was a freshman out in college at UCLA. I think I was 18 years old and Sean Connery tapped me on the shoulder at Bel Air Country Club and asked me to play with him. And I was like, this is James Bond, you know, I'll caddy for you. I'll do whatever you like. You know, it was and and all right. So that's going to wrap up the on the range segment. Gosh, man, I just, th- this guy is so humble. It just, it just gets me every single time. He is just great. So that's going to wrap up the on the range segment. Don't go anywhere. We've got more Vince Gill on the front nine. This is golf with Jay Delsing. Hello friends. This is Jim Nance. And you are listening to golf with my friend Jay Delsing. Wilson Pools Plus has been beautifying homes in the metro St. Louis area for over 30 years. They're a family-owned, full-service pool company. Whether you want to add a pool, landscaping, patios, or just have them service your existing pools, Wilson Pools Plus can handle any job. You can reach them at 314-421-1301 
or if you're calling from the east side, 618-632-2386. You can also check them out on the web at wilsonpoolsplus.com. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America, based in St. Louis, Missouri. I want to welcome Vehicle Assurance to the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Vehicle Assurance has been in business for over 10 years. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection plan. If you have a car, they have the correct coverage for you. Find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. Uh, The Dean Team Automotive Group is unbelievable. When you hear a dealer say, we have every car that you need. You know, that's kind of like, a, yeah, we'll just throw that out there. Well, these guys really do. Uh, their list includes Volkswagen, Subarus, Hyundais, Genesis. There's a new Volvo store. that They also have over 1,000 pre-owned cars. They also have a golf cart division where they make customized golf carts. It's really cool. We have seen those before. Mm-hmm. You can work with how fast cool. they can go. They're street legal. They can do different colors. It's not like we're jumping in a little gas cart at the Muni course that we grew up on Pearl. These things are awesome, and they are customized. So if you're interested in that, go to uh, DeanTeamGolfCarts.com. And lastly, this place, the Dean Team Auto Sports, is unbelievable. They have almost $10 million worth of automobiles at this place. I went online and was checking them out. Luxury Cars Pro, like you're familiar with, like the uh, Bugattis, the Bentleys, Ferraris, Maseratis, Lamborghinis, McLarens, Rolls Royces. So if you're looking for luxury cars, you're looking for any cars, reach out to the Dean Team and the Dean Team Automotive Group. There's five locations, uh, all on Manchester Road. Volkswagen, Subaru, and Hyundai are in Baldwin. They have a second Volkswagen location in Kirkwood and in that new Volvo store, as I mentioned, in Maplewood. Uh, the golf cart shop is also in Maplewood. You can find anything you need to know about Dean Team at DeanTeam.com. Tell them Jay Delsing sent you. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, head to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message and data rates may apply. Void but prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra, Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. 
Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay and uh, John are here, and we are going to the front nine. This segment is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. This September, Norwood Hills, it's PGA Tour Champions. It's going to be a great event. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Um, so we've got more Vince Gill. You know, just a couple of little tidbits about, you know, not that this guy's done anything, you know, too noteworthy, but he's uh, – 21 Grammy Awards, we told you that. 18 Country Music Awards. He's uh, Country Music Hall of Fame, Singer Songwriter Hall of Fame, Hollywood Walk of Fame, Rock Walk. The Rock Walk where uh, fellow Eagles band member Joe Walsh presented his award to him. I mean, other it goes that, on and on and well, on. Other than that, nothing much. Not, not, that, not that much. So let's go back to listen to Vince Gill. Vince Gill is brought to you by Golden Tea. We talk about this all the time, Vince, but you're a, a, a wonderful example of it as well, is that this game just provides, it raises money. I mean, you had your, your yeah. tournament, I think you started the Vinny in 1993, didn't you? Yeah, we did 27 years. And this was the first year we decided not to do it anymore. We picked a good year. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> we couldn't have done it even if we'd have wanted to, you know. But it's been it's been amazing. And once again, that 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 thing was um, – it's what's ironic about the Vinny and how it got started. I went to play in a tournament uh, years ago that uh, Glenn Fry started with Mark Lai and Ed Podolak maybe. And I don't know who all oh, yeah. was a part of in, of it and uh, Payne Stewart and those guys that all love music and so I got invited to go play in that back in the late 80s early 90s whenever it was and and it was it was one of the one of the neatest events because it was so unlike the majority of events you go to you know a lot of times it's always a, it's a ballroom somewhere and a dinner and a this and a that and but this was it was fun we did a concert for the city and Everybody played, and it was, like, fun, you know. It was all centered around having a big time. And I told myself, so if I ever get to do a tournament someday, I'd like to do it like Glenn and Mark and these guys did, where it's a little more fun. And 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 then and all these years later, 25 years later, I wind up being the guy that steps in for Glenn when he passed away and, and started playing with the Eagles. So it's funny how life works in circles. Oh my gosh, that Eagle story! But th- th- just back to the Vinny quickly. You guys have raised millions and millions of dollars, Vince, for for the underprivileged, for the Tennessee Golf Foundation, for the community there in Nashville, and it's combining, you know, your your music buddies and the folks that you met with this game, and it's just, you know, that's what separates golf from the other games. The other games don't do stuff like this. No, you can't. You know, just the game itself won't allow you wouldn't allow you to do it. You could, you know, I don't think you could go have a celebrity football game and put on the pads. <laughs> People would get killed. I don't think I want to do that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty neat. And, and once again, the, the premise of all of that was um, was to, to not have it really focus on one thing, but all things golf in, in the state of Tennessee it was not only for the underprivileged and inner city kids and and that kind of thing, but it was also 
you know, we had a, uh, we had for a while, they had a thing called the Vince Gill tour, junior tour in Tennessee and, and Snat, Brent, Brent Snedeker took that over some years ago. And, and, and that was for the good players, the kids that could really play. And they had a, they had a really neat, you know, tour that they, they all played in all year long and, and it was really cool. So it was all things golf and, you know, we just put the money where it was needed most, you know, and one year, what I think the first year we only you know, made, made, made 30, 40 grand, 50 grand doing the tournament. And we bought a little nine hole golf course in a small town in Tennessee. We bought them a mower. They needed a mower for their golf course. And, and so those kinds of things are, are what you remember, you know, and, and then kind of like not how much we, we raised, but just the fact that we did raise anything and, and tried to make, game a little better for everybody here in our home state. Well, I, this is Golf with Jay Delsing, and I have the plev- prev- the privilege of uh, visiting with Vince Gill. And Vince, I'm looking at this stuff. Man, I when I prep for some of the guests that I've had on my shows, man, I feel like such a slacker. When I look at the stuff that you've done, <laughs> 2007 you were inducted in the Country Music Hall of Fame, and 2016 um, Guitar Center Rock Walk, uh, with uh, by Joe Walsh, you had the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I mean, when you think about it, Vinny, it's just, what a life! I mean, what these accomplishments are just incredible. Well, it, it, it is, you know, it's a bit daunting to look back and, and and see all that. But the fun, the fun part of it was, was I never planned or. or hoped and dreamed for any of that stuff to happen as a kid i just loved playing so much whether it was golf or music you know i was a little bit better guitar player than i was a putter so i made the right decision of which career <laughs> to go there but, um you know i just i just took what 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 the day gave me i'm really in the moment guy you know i just i realized that this is this moment right here is all there really is i can't you know i can't bring back the past and i can't alter what's going to happen tomorrow so i just live in this moment and and the phone would ring you know and it led me here and it led me there and i'd take this chance i'd take this opportunity and and it's been pretty amazing you know yeah man what a good what a gift to be able to have that at an early age Vinny. because i'm still working on that today trying to stay in the moment you know (laughs) and i get myself all screwed up from time to time how about some, uh, tell us a couple of stories, because I know you've got some great Jack Nicholas stories, some great, you got oh, to play okay. with the King and Arnold Palmer and all of those guys. Well, you, you know, I'll, I'll start with Jack. You know, the first time uh, I ever came across Mr. Nicholas was at AT&T one year, you know, and and that's my first, I think it's my first year to play at AT&T, so I'm pretty nervous you know, I've been a scratch player most of my life. And and so I'm getting ready to tee off. I'm playing with Timmy Simpson. And and all of a sudden, I don't realize this, but, you know, Jack is in the group behind us. And I, you couldn't have, I couldn't have taken a breath with a gun to my head. <laughs> and he walked up and was waiting to tee off that. And I cold topped it off the first tee. <laughs> and then that's just the third grade. You know, it was like, oh my God, this is a, this is astounding what your brain can can do to cripple you. And, and so that was the first shot I ever hit in front of Jack, and he didn't know me from Adam. And fast forward 15, 20 years later, I don't know what it was, and, and uh, 
he built some golf courses here in uh, Tennessee, not not uh, not unlike what Robert Tread Jones did in Alabama, the trails courses, and so he did a half a dozen courses across the state, and and we become friendly through his his partner Scott Tolley, and and so he was going to do a grand opening of one of the golf courses, and I never played with him, and they called and said, "Would you come and and play with Jack in the inaugural round?" And I said, "Well, sure." And so I drove down there to the golf course and was pretty nervous. And we got, we got there and shook hands and sat down and did a press conference with the several hundred people that came and bunch of reporters. And, and thank God they didn't ask me any questions. They were just talking to Jack. And, and so he said, well, let's go loosen up and let's go play, you know? So, so we're walking towards the tee box, uh, the practice tee, hit some balls and, He's walking about 10 yards ahead of me and some guy in the gallery popped off, you know, some smart aleck remark to me. And, and I turned to him and I said, well, that doesn't surprise me. So you saying that, you know, you old bastard or something like that. And, and Jack whipped around and he goes, what'd you say? I go, excuse me. So did you just call me an old bastard? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, man. I swear to God, no, no. I was, and he goes, Oh, got the needle out early. Do you? And I went, I don't have a needle. <laughs> yeah, especially to the greatest player of all time, man. I mean, how do you needle him? I know. Exactly. And and so he thinks I said this to him, and he won't believe that I didn't, you know. So we go practice, and we go, and he decides he wants to hit a persimmon driver off the first tee for nostalgia. And so I scrape a little hook out there with him, and and uh, we proceed to play. Well, I'm playing. It took me two, three holes to kind of – get my fear out from under me, you know, and, and I'm playing okay. I'm hitting it good, swinging good. We get to this par three, and I've got this little chip shot. I've got this, you know, i got this downhill kind of side hill green in front of me. I'm about five or six paces off the green, and, and I'm going to I'm gonna bump a little chip shot into that hill, kill the spin, let it roll down the hill. And I'm getting ready to hit this shot, and he goes, what are you doing? You know, excuse me. <laughs> What are you doing? I said, well, what do you, what, what do you, why do you have a wedge out? I said, well, I'm just going to try to bump it into that hill. And, and look, that is, he said, no, go ahead. You know, and I, so of course I don't hit it into the hill. I hit it at the top of the hill. It goes about 10 feet by. And he said, fancy. He said, Arnold always told me you should putt those. You know, you should never chip those. He said, your, your worst putt is always going to be about as good as your, as your, you know, best chip. And, I, and he said, throw another ball down. I said, okay. And threw another ball down, putted it up there few inches from the hole. He said, see, you should always putt those. So, you know, I was walking off the green, and it was zoysia. The grass was zoysia, and I don't think the ball rolls through zoysia very good. You know, I don't think so off. either, Vinny. And, and so, so <laughs> I'm walking to my best buddy, basketball coach named Rick Berg, was my caddy, and we're walking towards the next piece, and I still liked your shot better. <laughs> 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 and so, so we get, to, we're playing, and it's going great, and we're playing the 18th hole, and we've had this just unbelievable day, and I'm playing really good, and, and I'm one over, and he's one under, and we're playing 18. And so we get to, we get to 18, and I, I hit my second shot. It's par four. I hit my second shot in the greenside bunker, and he hits his on the front of the green, and he's probably got at least a 120-foot putt. Oh, you know? man. And he's three or four paces off the green. He looks at me. And he smiles and he reaches in his bag and pulls out his putter. Right. So he's got this nine million mile putt 
hits over two or three ridges and goes up there two inches from the hole and he smiles at me again, shows me the putter and I'm laughing and I hit my bunker shot up there about three feet, three or four feet. He tapped in and I've got this three or four footer in front of three or four hundred people, you know, and and uh, so I went over and I put my arm around Jack and I said, Jack? He said, yes, sir. I said, do you, do you realize that this might be the greatest day in my whole life playing golf? And he goes, well, I'm glad you had a good time. And I said, here's the thing, Jack. I said, I've got this three or four footer right here. And all these <laughs> people are walking and I'm not really used to that, you know. And I said, if I miss that pot, I said, I'm going to go home so pissed off. <laughs> I hold right home. And I said, do you remember the Ryder Cup back in the 60s when you gave Tony Jacklin that putt? And he's looking at me like I'm out of my mind. He goes, yeah, I remember that. I said, man, do you think there's any way you could see your way clear to give me this three-footer so I could drive home without beating myself up the whole way? <laughs> <laughs> he started laughing. He goes, okay, okay, man, pick it up, pick it up. Ah, that is so... so I leaned down, picked up my mark, and it was the end of the day i said you've already said you're one under and i said i'm one over and i said we had a great match today and I said you're right pick it up pick it up <laughs> oh my gosh vince I... so that was a story i will never ever forget the rest of my life you know he couldn't have been kinder he's the sweetest man i i gotta tell you when the the first time i played golf with arnold palmer i got to the first tee i was so jacked up i didn't know whether i should genuflect you know when i met him or or what because i i was serious royalty you know i was so and you talk about your mind it just races doesn't it it just can't get away from you so quickly and it's you know people don't understand they said well you make a living in front of people i said yeah with a guitar not right. with a golf golf club, you know. It's a lot different, you know. And I loved getting the, Arnie and I were great friends. I got to play with him a bunch over the years, and and we had a really good good experience together. We were playing a little pro am and back in my home in Oklahoma, and I don't remember what it was for, but anyway, we're playing, and we played all day long, and we've never had one comment about what we were shooting or anything, nothing. And we're playing 18. He's four under, and I'm four under. And like I wow, said, you are playing some golf. Well, anyway, we get to 18. I got about a 20 footer for birdie, and I miss it. He's got about a 15 footer for birdie. And like I said, we never said one word about score, you know. And so he lines his up, knocks it right in the center of the hole, and looks at me, and shoots me with a finger, and says, "Gotcha." <laughs> oh yeah, he knew, didn't he? He knew the whole time, he didn't he? Knew. Of course he knew. You know, hey, all you guys always know. Man, we'll try not to make too many comments about this this interview, but I just love the fact that he's so proficient in music and just a great golfer and loves the game and does so much for the game. So that's going to wrap up the front nine. But don't go anywhere. Vince Gill will join us on the back nine. This is golf with Jay Delsing. <laughs> Your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. 
I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, head to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message and data rates may apply. Void were prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Nicola Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are Farmers. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsings. I want to tell you about a strength training fitness program that helped me and that can help you. It's called 20 Minutes to Fitness. They have two locations, one in Clayton and one in Chesterfield. Every time you go to the gym with 20 Minutes to Fitness, you work with a professional trainer. They take you through specific machines and with specific exercises that are designed to help your golf game. We're talking about strength, flexibility, and those two components are huge to help you improve your game. Visit 20minutestofitness.com. Your first session is absolutely free. Get off the couch and get in shape. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Wilson Pools Plus has been beautifying homes in the metro St. Louis area for over 30 years. They're a family-owned, full-service pool company. Whether you want to add a pool, landscaping, patios, or just have them service your existing pools, Wilson Pools Plus can't handle any job. You can reach them at 314-421-1301, or if you're calling from the east side, 618-632-2386. You can also check them out on the web at wilsonpoolsplus.com. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Vogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm here with Pearlie, and we are headed to the Back Nine. And, um, man, this is going to be fun. We've got more Vince Gill. So uh, kick your feet up and listen to what a Hall of Fame musician wants to talk a little bit of golf with me. Here's Vince. When I walk through the front door, my whole life was changed. Cause nobody answered 
Vince Gill is brought to you by Golden Tee. There's not a better feeling, Vince, than playing good golf when you're nervous. And how can you relate that to your music? I, I know that you're more, I mean, not very many people can play this game at a scratch level, much less tour level. But when you when you talk about the level that you're at and your, mus- your, your musical status is off the rail high. And it's just that extra expertise, isn't it, that gives us that confidence. Yeah, I think so. And then there's a level above what, you know, there's a level of of comprehension of how how well a shot's played or how well a shot's hit or executed. In the same way about a guitar solo or a vocal that you've done, the, the, the normal folks aren't going to distinguish the difference. Yeah, you know, right. Of, of, of good and great, you know, and world-class versus really good, you know, so... I think that's the that's the one thing that even when you're playing live and and you know that you could have played that song a little bit better, you could have sung a little bit better, whatever, you're the only one that knows it. Right. You, know, you hit a note. You didn't. Arnie. Yeah. I'll tell you another great Arnie story. We were playing at Bay Hill one year, and we were finishing up, and, and he, it was, he was up there in his years and didn't play like he used to. So he's about 20, 30 yards short of the green and two on the par 418th and and he hits his he hits his chip shot and he literally chunked the living daylights out of it but what it did was it caught the collar you know where the, there's that little collar with the green and the sure the cut there and sometimes there's a little thing going on and and his ball happened to hit right at the perfect place and just it didn't bounce it just ran you know it just took off because it caught that edge and rolled right up by the hole, you know, several inches away. And the whole crowd goes nuts. And he looked at me and I looked at him and he smiled. And he said, you tell anybody I chunked that? He said, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could hear him say that. I could hear him say that. Oh, yeah. You know, Vince, he had a love of the game that I, I love this game. But Arnold Palmer played golf every single day of his life, you know, and if he wasn't playing in a tour event, he was playing at Bay Hill every day or he was playing up at Latrobe. And it's just a a different, it's amazing what those guys did for us to open the doors for what's going on on the tour today and watching Tiger and the boys just dismantle golf courses with their power and their speed. Yep. It's, it's, uh, it's the neatest game, you know, it's, you know, it's as good as the game has got, gotten the the you know the scores aren't that much lower than they've ever been you know and, and that's a great testament to how good those early guys really were i think you know yeah we never have changed that hole size have we Vinny? that you know no. we, we, we can lengthen those holes out but that hole's still only you know sitting there and it looks some days i don't know what i don't know if there's anything you can relate to music like this but vince there are days when that hole has looked like a bucket to me, I shot a 61 one time in, in Memphis in the tournament and stuff. And then there are other days, and unfortunately more of these days, where I felt like I was putting the beach ball into a thimble, man. I'm like, I can't get this thing in today. It's amazing. I remember I, when I turned 50, I, I went and tried the uh, senior open qualify a few times. And, and one year I finished second and they took one guy. One year I finished third, they took two guys. And, so I came close a few times, you know, and had 
had a pretty good uh, experience with it. And some 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 days I would just you know choke my brains out and shoot a million, but just fun to try. And, and the first one of the first times I tried it, I was alarmed at how afraid I got. You know, I I remember on par five I hit it in two and I hit it up there, hit the putt up there, maybe an maybe two inches from the hole. And I got over that putt and I said, I don't think I can make this. <laughs> it's it's amazing what happens, isn't it? And I was like, God, how can it, how can you get this crippled in your brain? But you really can and and I think that's true, you know, when you're when your mind is free and your hands are free and your body's free, man, it's just like you're you're right. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. And then some days you you couldn't hit one no matter what. That's the great pay I think that's the, the beauty of this game. Just no matter how good you get to playing, it doesn't last. And no matter how bad you get to playing, it doesn't last. <laughs> thank God. I guess so thank cool. God probably because we have our down times probably a little more often than our, our good times. All right, so we still have a little bit of events left on the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. But, John, you know, this guy has had a tournament called the Vinny in Nashville for 27 years and raised, I don't know, 15 million bucks, all for the Tennessee Golf Foundation. And for, you know, he talked about the junior uh, uh, tour, the Vince Gill Junior Tour that Brent Snedeker took over. I mean, he just loves that it's doing something specific to move the game forward. Yep. No, Perfect. No, no question. Perfect. It's just great. Well, we got a little more Vince coming up. This will do it for the back nine, but uh, stay tuned for a little bit more. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Extraordinary effort deserves recognition. The management team at Marcone would like to say thank you to our over 500 employees and their families. Your dedication and commitment to our success has been so steadfast that we are experiencing another incredible year at a time when many businesses are struggling. Your performance has exceeded expectations. Every idea shared and every opportunity seized by you has led us to new heights. So, thank you. Marcone is based in St. Louis, Missouri and is the largest distributor of General Electric Compliance Parts in North America. I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing. When you join out at Whitmore, there's 90 holes of golf. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, large pool complex, tennis. Man, they've just got great family-oriented stuff. And if you get over there, you got to go in the golf shop, and you have to say hello to my friend Bummer. Bummer is just a delightful guy that would love to help you and your family with your golf game. He and his staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events are available all year long. If your family is looking for a place where you can hang out, have fun, enjoy good food, golf, sports, just a family-friendly atmosphere, you got to go to Whitmore Country Club. You can reach them at... 
Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Grab your friends a cold one and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Thanks for staying with us. Welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. We are in the Michelob Ultra 19th hole, and we have had a hell of a show so far. We've got nonstop Vince Gill. Vince Gill, pretty damn cool. We've got to go finish up that interview with him, and then you and I will get to kick around I some of I cannot wait. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, here's the, uh, the finishing touches of my interview with Vince Gill. Give me just one more last before you say we're through. I know I drive you crazy, baby. It's the best that I can do. We're just good old boys and making noise. I ain't Vince Gill is brought to you by Golden Tea. Vince, there have been times where I've been, you know, I'll have a day where my glove doesn't feel good on my hand, you know, and everything feels weird on my shoe, you know, I'll I'll stand over a putt and it feels like I'm, you know, I got a rock in my shoe or something, and it's just something like that that distracts, and it just, it just, everything just seems so difficult. I I I, I concur. <laughs> I sympathize, concur, all of it. You know, I just I I was fortunate that I never, you know, very few times did I ever really have to put a piece of paper and a pencil to, together and write a score down. You know, I could rake it away if it got too bad. But the times that I had to was, was it was a blast. You know, it was really was fun to. I mean, I I've had a couple of rounds that that are my best. You know. And I shot a course record at a place here called Greystone, just outside of Nashville. I shot 62 one day. I was only one under par after seven holes. Oh, my gosh. And I got nine of the next 11. Wow. And just like I, I didn't know what happened. And I, the lower I got, the more afraid I got. And it was it was hysterical, you know. And I was playing in a tournament with my buddy Bob Walcott. I know you probably know. Oh, that. I love Bob Walcott. His day. sons are good golfers yeah. now. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, they are. And so, you know, just there was a time or two, you know, and that's what people don't understand. They'll see me shoot three or four under on on a day and say, man, you should go play. I go, no. (laughs) They do it every other day. I do it once a month or twice a year, you know. Oh. Great big difference. It's it's a difference. 
but the fact that you've been able to experience that that low scores, I mean, a sixty-two, man, that is special stuff. Yeah, it was it was a fun day, you know. Just like get out of the way, you know. And I played, I played. You know who David Eager is? Oh, very well. Yeah, David worked for yeah. the USGA and then the PGA yeah. Tour for a little bit. Yeah, you know, he played he played some tour stuff and senior tour. Well, we're playing in some event at Kansas City and. And it was so fun for me. We were playing best ball, and I had one of those days, you know, and I made nine birdies and no bogeys. And and and, and David Edwards, I think, had shot 63 that day, and I went home going, hey, I was tied for the lead. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> After one round. <laughs> wow. That's right. <laughs> I didn't have to play anymore, thank God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's that? Uh, you know, there's something about the, the camaraderie of this game, Vince, it's, that, that just brings you back, doesn't it? I mean, you can go down. I, I had uh, Bill DeWitt, the owner of the Cardinals, on uh, months ago, and he said, what I like about the game the most is that I, when I get out of the car and I get to go play, I feel like it's going to be my best day. <laughs> and yeah. it, you know what I mean? We all have a little bit of that yeah. because we've tasted that that just a little bit, and you're always hoping, man, maybe it's just going to be a little bit better than that today. Exactly. All it takes is one really good shot to bring you back, doesn't it? Boy, isn't that the truth? And uh, it, yeah. uh, it has been great. So, Vince, tell our listeners a little bit about what does what is twenty twenty one going to hold for you? Are you going to play? Do you have do you have stuff? Are you able to put stuff on the calendar where we can go watch a play? Um, are you? Is it just too uncertain? Well, it's really uncertain now. The the all the Eagles gigs that we were supposed to do this year uh, got rescheduled. So they're scheduled for the fall of 2021. But even though they're scheduled, that that doesn't mean that everybody knows that they're going to happen, you know? Right. So everybody's just in the same boat. We're going to be the last thing, last thing that gets to happen, I think, where you go and have 15, 20,000 people all gathered in one room. You know, that's going to be the last thing they let happen. So we can't really plan. This was all rebooked and rescheduled uh, earlier in, you know, in April of this year, basically. So we just got to wait and see, you know, whether we can get out and get after it. I think with the vaccine coming, everybody's going to be a little more, a little less fearful, you know, and all that. So, you know, it's just the weirdest thing we've ever so nobody, even the smartest people in the world, don't know how to how to fix this. So they're trying, and little by little, they're finding their way. So we just got to wait and do what what they 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 say is the smartest thing to do. Well, it's funny, Vince, because you listen to those smart people talk, and they sound just like you and I do when they're trying to describe what yeah. the hell's going on. We're like, wait a minute, that's a big circle. Yeah. You know, you talked yourself into a big circle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then to hold them accountable for what they said six months ago is not fair and you know i just kind of go it just kind of becomes what it is yeah i'm not i'm not one to throw throw around blame i just say hey it's just this is a weird thing that we've never had to comprehend in our lifetimes and just make the most of it make the best of it instead of everybody fixating on the worst of it you know yeah absolutely uh, Vinny. the last thing i want to ask you you're married to amy grant who besides being gorgeous is one hell of a singer songwriter herself do you guys ever just you know 
what kind of music do you guys like to listen to? And do you guys ever just pick up the guitar and just start, you know, ab living and, and, and filling the house with a bunch of, you know, pure tunes that you guys have? Well, you, you'd think we would, you know, <laughs> but not so much. You know, it's, uh, it, I guess there's a difference in that it's, you know, we love doing it, but it is our living, you know, and so when you're when you're not traveling and not beating the road up and doing 500 miles a night night after night after night after night i mean we got a pretty crazy gypsy life you know not been like a tour player the only difference is you guys got to stay uh in one place for a week <laughs> yeah and you guys were moving every <laughs> we, night we were a diff- we were a different different place every night you know and that's um that's that's not for the faint of heart i can assure you but you know we just we, we do i mean i've got a studio in my house there's always some music going on there's probably not a day go by that i don't pick up a guitar and play for a little while this this break with covid and, and all of the virus stuff uh and not being able to go work is the first break i've ever had since i was 15 16 years old wow where i wasn't going full tilt all the time i've never taken time off i've never taken a year off i've never you know never done anything like that so this was this is a real game changer for me you know and once again, I told you earlier how I like to live in the moment. Well, that's kind of how I feel like this is the gift for me is, okay, you can't go out and travel and tour and play, but you can't, you know, you can find find some peace in what, what you can do. And so I do. And, and it's been kind of nice to take a break. You know, it's going to be, it's like not hitting balls for six months. You're going to really suck when you go back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So yeah, my fingers are not going to line up with my brain, and it'll be a little frustrating trying to get back to where I was playing wise and stuff, and singing wise too. You know, singing a lot of people won't realize it's it's muscular, and 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 you know if you don't if you don't use it, you'll lose it. You yeah. know, singing's the same way. So it'll take me a while to get my stamina back up and be able to have that power and sing like I normally do. Uh, well, we can't wait for that day. Uh, Vince, thank you so much for uh, uh, for joining me today. These stories. Oh, my gosh, I could sit here and talk to you for hours. I, I just uh, am glued to <laughs> listening to the, the Jack stories, the Arnold stories. I'm sure there, there's more and more. But um, I really can't wait to, to watch it with the Eagles and just whatever you're going to do next. It's really going to be fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you thinking of me. Wanting to shoot the breeze about golf, that always means a lot. Yeah. And one of the real players reaches out and wants to talk to you about golf. It feels great. So thanks. Okay, so Pearl, where do you start? Seriously, you exactly where do you start? Where you start. The I'll Eagles? Tell you. Can we start with the, the fact that the dude is playing with the Eagles now? Yeah, that's, that is a great great place to start. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I think about um, he's had uh, – he's sold over 26 million records. He's um, – He's had over forty uh, songs in the in the top ten, you know, uh, Billboard charts uh, uh, music dealy, and um, <laughs> he, he's the nicest guy in the world. L- listen to him talk, and he's like, "Gosh, I can't." I mean, he, when I was setting this interview up, he's like, "Why do you want to have me on there?" <laughs> you said he's obviously he's soft spoken. How big is this guy? Six foot five. Yeah, very soft spoken. Absolutely. Six foot five. Yep. So. Meet. When are we going to the next Eagle concert with uh, Vince Gill involved? I think when Jay can get us some tickets, you know. For well, I know maybe. that, but I mean, when Jay is who? that? 
J U J. Give it a year. A year? Yeah, he so, talked about that. So yeah, we 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 talked about that. You know, it's it's interesting because he said, um, I don't know if you caught this, Pearl, but I oh, thought it was really it. cool when he was talking about <laughs> when he was talking about the travel, and he's like. Oh, yeah. Hitting the road, hitting the road, hitting the road. One of the things that I didn't think about, so our travel was intense. A lot of pressure, a lot of all of that, right? But think about what theirs was like. Five, what is he saying? Like 500 uh, miles every night where they'd be this town and then load up in this town. And I mean, how did you ever get your feet underneath you there? When people ask me about my little tiny stint on the tour with you, I tell them the hardest part was absolutely the travel. Golf and then in the box, box being the hotel room. But I loved what you guys talked about. He's in a different town every night. You're in a different town more or less every week. Right. Monster difference. Huge but difference. I'm going to announce something on this show right now that I'm promising. When Jay gets us the tickets to the next Eagle concert, I'm flying us there. What? Meet you with your new... Girlfriend you? slash fiance. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait a Let's put the brakes here. Show me. Let's put the brakes here. What are you doing to me? Jay with his girlfriend slash girlfriend. Me with my wife slash wife. We're going wherever it is, and the flight and the accommodations are on Pearly May. And I cannot wait. Oh, I'm well, saving we, this we audio. Got to I'm be, saving keep this, this audio. Absolutely, keep this on. Absolutely, keep this. Man, I don't know where. Me, we we have to where, pick an exotic location like Mexico. I said a, the next Aruba? place, not not an exotic location. I said the next place. I think we need to set up a venue for Vince to play in like Aruba, something Saint Martin, something See, like that. So we want Pearly to be comfortable because yeah, he travels yeah. to the Bahamas all the yeah. time. Yeah, I mean he's first class. You yeah, gotta make right sure it's on. a big it's time situation. I, I, pre- I appreciate you thinking of him, Meat. That's really cool. Just do what well, I, can. I don't know where the hell we are in this show, but I think we're about out of time. No, we can't be out of time yet. One thing I want to talk about is the passion Vince has for golf and how he likened it to his passion for his music and the combination. And Meat and I talked about this. Your last two interviews with uh, uh, Rooney and Vince Gill were your best, and it's exciting, and it's exciting to move forward from, from there because that blend of their careers and golf was absolutely fantastic, Jay. Yeah, thank you. They they made it so easy. You know, these guys are such mm-hmm. exceptional people. They're so humble in their careers. My gosh, it, uh, the Vince Gill, Jack Nicholas story about talking them into giving them that putt on the last hole. <laughs> just, I just, oh, can my you gosh. Relate? Oh, my gosh. Can How I many relate? times did you not want to hit that last oh, putt? Here's, like somebody, here's one please, putt I know please, you didn't want please, to hit. Please. We had a four-footer in Vancouver on the last hole to make the cut. Oh. And I know, as your caddy, I didn't want you to have to putt it. If somebody would have given it to you, I would have given them Five thousand, ten thousand dollars, anything to, but you knocked it in. Oh, good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that story was just so beautiful because we know a little bit about Vince Gill, bit of a temper sometimes, rel- relatively emotional. Yep. And his day went from the best day, golf day of his life, could have been the worst golf day of his life, but because of Jack says, yeah. I'll give that to you. It was the best golf day uh, of his it life. It couldn't be better. And I just love the stories that come out from some of these guys. I mean, to have Vince Gill share those stories, the Arnold yeah. Palmer stories, yeah. all this thing is just great. Well, uh, come back next week. We'll uh, have another show for you. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. 
That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.